Hey, it's RJ, the Purpose Fulfillment Coach. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Purpose Cast. I don't take it lightly that I have your attention, um, and I want to be a good steward of your time. So let's jump right into the topic on today. How to fail the right way. Many people try to avoid failure, right? We hate failure. So I'm sure some folks looked at the topic and said, what, what does he mean how to fail um, the right way? So at first I was going to name this, this segment, How to Overcome Failure. But I thought about it. Really, we, we shouldn't want to overcome failure, but we want to fail the right way. What does that mean? Well, when we fail the right way, we fail and we don't take it as a loss. We learn something from each failure that we encounter. Each time that we fail, we learn something. So instead of running for failure, instead of being afraid of failure, we embrace it. So embracing failure is how you fail the right way. So why would we want to embrace failure of all things? Well, let me tell you the things that failure will do for you, the things that failure has done for me, um, and just give you a few stories about my own personal failures. And I'm sure um, some of you can relate because if you're living life, you've definitely failed a time or two. But the key to it is how did you handle it? Did you embrace it? Did you run from it? What was it that you did as a result of that failure? One of the things that I know failure would do for you is eliminate the things in your life or that you attempt to do that are not for you. I hope you all know that everything is not for everybody. As a purpose fulfillment coach, it's my belief that we are all designed and created to do something specific. But even outside of that, right, some of us um, are able to do certain things that other people just cannot do, whether we're purpose for, whether we're created for. Some things are just not for us. A few years ago, I started a clothing line um, that was meant to be a faith-based clothing line called Thriving. I had an inspirational message that went with it. My graphics were great, I thought. My mock-ups were awesome. Um, I started pushing it on Facebook, started pushing it other ways. And the whole time, I didn't make a dollar. I didn't make not one sale. I spent, you know, money, of course, on the on the mock-ups, on the flyer, on the um, clothing and things of that sort. But for me, failing in that taught me a few things. One, that that was not for me. Starting the clothing line sounded kind of cool. Um, it was supposed to be a stream of income, but it eliminated the thing um, that I was attempting to um, work on or cultivate and, and really show me that it isn't for me. And the, and the great part about that is that I spent maybe $1,000 uh, max trying to cultivate this thing. What I can appreciate is that I got this out the way in my early 20s. I tried it out and nope, it's not for me. I'd rather have learned that in my 20s than to try this thing in my 40s and my 50s and spent several thousand dollars or hundreds of thousand dollars back in this clothing line piece when in all actuality, I can say now that was not for me. But one thing that I was able to take from it is I was able to take a lesson from it. The, that lesson being that I could do better with my marketing. Yes, I was on social media and I had flyers and I had mock-ups, but I could do much better with my marketing strategy. And that's something that I've taken into RJ John's life coaching that I learned from my failure 
um, with the Thriving brand. But just because you fail at something doesn't mean that it's not for you. However, you will know in your spirit, in your body, in your mind, you will know if that thing is not for you. If you're meant to do it, if it's connected to your purpose, no matter how many times you fail at it, there will be something in you that keeps you trying and trying and trying and trying. If it's easy to give up, or if you feel like, ah, I tried it, up, didn't work out, and you can move on to the next thing, then that was not really for you. And that's how I was with this clothing line. I failed at it and it was kind of like, ah, okay, yep, moving on to the next thing. Another thing that failure or failing will do for you is it will make you better. It will increase your knowledge or increase your skill. I remember... Um, when I first had started uh, my first nonprofit back in 2013, um, I was so passionate about the youth, about senior citizens and, and single parents, and um, wanted to impact their quality of life. I had two of my close friends um, start out with me on the board. I named the organization after my grandmother, my great-grandmother, actually, um, and went from there. I had my logos did. I, I did research. I put so many hours um, into this organization and forming it. But needless to say, it failed. And I began to learn why it failed um, as I was brushing shoulders with other people in the industry, as I was um, trying to, you know, make my organization the best that it can be. I learned that one, it's not a great idea to put family and friends on your board. Um, for a nonprofit organization, you want prominent people on your board. You want people with experience in nonprofit. You want people who may be doctors or lawyers. They're bringing some type of expertise um, to your board. Um, another thing um, that I noticed that I did wrong with that organization is my branding. Yes, my great-grandmother is very important to me, near and dear to my heart, um, but nobody knows who she was. So when you saw the Viola and Benson Foundation, um, it's like, okay, who is that? And then her picture was the logo or was incorporated in the logo. So it's like, okay, who is this Viola and Benson? I never heard of her before. So I learned that when branding, you want to brand your organization something that is relatable um, to people, something they can grasp right away. So years later, um, fast forward to 2018, when I started um, building futures, the one thing that I did was one, made sure that I had a some prominent people on my board. I have a doctor, I have a lawyer, I have a teacher, a minister, um, and so on and so forth. Um, and I named the organization Building Futures because when you look at Building Futures, it's something you can connect with right away. You know that um, our organization is trying to build someone's future somehow. So those were two things that I learned. It just made me better. I want to leave you, leave you with this analogy. I think of failure as a test that we've taken and have gotten the scores back for. Not the answers, but the scores. And if you're a good student, when you got a test back and you saw what you got right and wrong, you immediately went to the textbook or went to a source and looked up the things that you got wrong. What, how did I miss this one? What was the answer here? And that's what failure does for us. It gives us the ability to step back and look at the wrong things or the areas that we, we lacked in and say, okay, what is the right answer to this issue? What is the right answer to this thing? 
what can I do next time to make this better, to increase my score, right? To increase uh, my probability of passing this exam. What can I do um, to be successful in the future in this endeavor? Um, it gives you um, specifically the things that you need to work on for your business or for the, whatever goal that you're trying to achieve. It kind of gives you an indicator, hey, you need to work on this area. You need to work on this. You know, for, so for me, like I gave the example with the, the nonprofit, I needed to work on my branding. I need to needed to work on my board. Even with the clothing brand, I needed to work on my marketing. You know, what does your failure say about you in a particular area? What areas do you have to work in? I hope that was helpful. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can definitely feel free to reach out to me at www.rjjohns.com. Again, that's www.rjjohns.com. Johns, J-O-H-N-S dot com. Thank you.